You are listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We believe that Jesus came to set you free and nothing can cancel the truth of God's word. Now here's your host, the youth pastor of Impact Youth at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut, Pastor Joey Santora. going oh on uncancelled how are you guys doing thank you that's so much for tuning in oh that's oh, yeah, a record it wow it is i mean we can get a little counter on that uh, yep how long was that you know over under nine and a half yeah that's true i'll be honest with you i could have gone longer i just thought that maybe it was getting a little annoying honestly Simply impressive so. but yeah i have a pretty good lung capacity we're back <laughs> we're back and we're better than ever. Yeah. Here's why. Because we have a very special guest today. Hello. Oh, there she is. My wife, Pastor Brianna. Hey. She's here. That was really hard not she's to laugh when you just did that because I was not expecting it. Oh, yeah. It. She's here, though. And she's here. I'm impressed. She's was, here. That was impressive. As like a singer, that was like impressive. I like you could be a calling. singer. He's got pipes. I think I found you my literally calling. literally could. Yeah. Singing. I have so much stuff. My daddy, my dad. Oh, I'm <laughs> Some of you get it. Some of you get it. Some of you don't. Well, we're here, and it's a, it's a good day today. Um, it's a good day and uh, because you know why, right? Yeah. Because it's time to oh. rate, rate that Oreo. Oreo. Come on now. Here we go. We're here. Uh, ben, why don't you tell us what we got today? Oh, actually, we should probably confirm for sure. No, I'll, I'll talk about it for a second yeah. while, you, while you confirm. I thought it was wasabi for a second. Which, which would have been disgusting. Which would have been, yeah, really bad, especially for Brianna, because Brianna doesn't do spice. Ben doesn't really do spice either. Uh, I'm really the only one that does spice. I'll tell you what, man. I had Taco Bell last night. We had Taco Bell it was last night. Bussin', bussin'. We haven't had, to be fair, we haven't had it in oh like, what? Oh my gosh. Okay, a month? relax. It was Take so it back good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Taco Bell is the most underrated. And no, I didn't have explosive diarrhea. I don't know where everyone gets that from. But um, it, it was great. And the hot sauce. Oh my gosh. Cheesy gordita crunch, bro. Cheesy gordita crunch. Oh, oh, Taco Bell. Oh, Taco Bell. You just can't say it. Um, it Chris Collinsworth, if you ever watch this, you're great. Yeah, you are great. You're a great announcer. Where's Al though? Um, anyway, uh, it's been, what do you got? What do you got, Rich? This is a matcha green tea ice cream. Oh, from China. Ice cream. Ice cream. Wow. Ice cream. So, see how it goes. Um, my thing about matcha that is how you say it, matcha. Matcha. Yeah. My thing about matcha is that here's the thing. You, it just is to me. A lot of the time, it just tastes like grass. Yeah, I think that people normally oh, think cool, it's matcha cool, cool. Or, or think that matcha tastes like grass or they think it tastes good. I have liked it and I've I've had it like a couple times. But most it, people uh, have, it goes like, it's like cilantro. People either hate it or they like it. I've had matcha tea. Thoughts on cilantro? Sure. No. You don't like cilantro? I think it's fine. I think cilantro, I think it's cilantro fine. tastes like yeah, absolute he hates garbage. It. Joey well, is like a cilantro detector. I will detect it before. <laughs> I know I will. I'll take a bite of this and I'll be like, I think this has cilantro in it. I just yeah, know. Yeah, he'll know. It, it tastes so bad to me. Oh, like, look, I can't even handle cool. it. It uh, It says cool on the packaging and there's little ice cream cones. Oh, that is cool. Oh. Yeah, that is you cool. want to hold this for me? Oh, 
I like the little packaging a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. I open every day. Yeah. Nice. Oh! What we got? It's a lot of sniffing. It actually smells. Actually, I'm not going to say what it smells like. Take a smell. What do you think I'm going to say? It actually smells like. I have no idea. Matcha. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting the ice cream. I smell it. Yeah, it smells sugary, and then I smell the matcha. I mean, hopefully it just tastes like sweet matcha. I don't know. I agree. It'll be what interesting. Your, but we finally made it back to, to the foreign side. It really smells so matcha. What are your, like, overall, like, opinions on, like, oh. Like, what this is going to be. Are you optimistic or are you not optimistic? I think it's going to be very mid. Okay. I am pessimistic. I was pessimistic until I smelled it. I actually think that there might be something here. Now, if it's bad, me. I may run off the camera and go spit it in the garbage in the back. I think and we'll I'll be able my, to get it down. Drama. I'll keep my, the drama. No, I'll keep my mic with me so that you can hear me spitting That's it out. Disgusting. That's what the people want. It, it is. I think it well, is. Well, here's the thing. If you're listening to a podcast and that's what you hear, you might feel a little sick. That's pretty gross. <laughs> mm, that's true. In the I wonder if anyone on. listens on Spotify. So I tend to just listen because uh -huh. I'll upload to Spotify and then I'll just listen. So sometimes the silence is a little strange. I'll be honest. I bet. Oh, like man. when we first bite it and then Yeah, it's but like, like us just like staring at it right now. Like, yeah, a little strange. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. anyway, let's just take a bite of this. I'm actually more pessimistic now. Yeah. I'm a little scared. You know? That's not too bad. No. I think it Wait, so wait. am I allowed to say how Whoa, I feel or do I have to little wait? Little little kick there at the end. Oh. Hey now. Wow. Huh. This is weird. This is weird. So weird. So. All right, let me start here. Ben. Yeah. Have you noticed that when we try Oreos from other countries? that the actual cookie part tastes a little different than an American cookie part. You think so? I think... I do. Do you think the texture is different? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I don't know... A little softer. Yeah. Like, more crumbly, maybe? Probably yeah. not as many, like, bad stuff for you in it. Probably. Um, initially, I was kind of like, oh... That, what is happening in my mouth right now? That complements each other pretty well. It doesn't then, taste like matcha. And then it just gets a little spicy at the end. My mouth is minty right now. Yes. So, I wonder if those leaves on there represent mint. Matcha tea. I know. It's like, because tea is like, sometimes has a mintiness to it. Maybe that's a matcha mint tea. Yeah, I see. I still am not getting matcha. I'm getting a very light mint taste. I mean, let's just yeah. put it... I mean, let's just put it like this. I wouldn't, Weird. I wouldn't like, I would never buy these again. No, it's no. not like that peanut butter one, you know? No. No. I would never buy these again. I probably wouldn't eat more than maybe one more just to kind of try to figure it out a little bit more. I don't, I, that's the only reason I do it. I would eat one more maybe with just the cream to get the, to get the taste of like the, uh, of the Oreo. To be honest with you, I'm not really having a good time right now. It is definitely 
a little more minty than matcha. I agree with that. Why? I'm not really having a good time. Um, it's it's not horrible. No, I don't want to spit it out in the trash can. And I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole Oreo. I'm just not eating another one. And not even considering it. And it's certainly not better than anything. No. Um, What about the ice cream part? It doesn't taste like ice cream, really. I don't know. No. I I get confused with these flavors, man. Uh, I mean, I got one. I got a rating. Okay. I'm locked in. Yeah. So what's a 10 right now? The peanut butter? Uh, the peanut butter ones were a 10, right, Ben? Yes. Yeah. Peanut butter, okay. chocolate pie. Yeah, peanut butter, chocolate pie. Okay. Um, so do we say it at the same time? No, uh, <laughs> I don't think we do. I don't think we do. Okay. I, I'm really locked at like a, at like a thing. I'm going to put it behind my back right I'm going to put mine in my pocket. All right. Brianna, go ahead. You go first. Okay, I'm going to show my hand. Yep. Five. Five. Um, we'll explain our ratings in a second. I'm going to go four, four. What do you got? Yeah. You got to tell um, the audience. Um, oh, three. Oh, oh, if you can see Thank this, you. but bro, didn't you, you, you put this on the same level as like those like Raz, whatever that like fruity one was that Did like, we give those a three. I think we gave them a three. Man, it's hard to keep track. It is um, hard to keep, but but that's your initial gut feeling. Why, why a three and a half? Why? Because I think that a four is too close to mid for me, okay. and like it's it's not good to me. Like the more it's just like sitting, the flavor sitting in my mouth. I'm just not a fan, and it's not it's not that close to mid for me. Okay, for me it's a four because. I didn't want to spit it out of my mouth. I'm not going to eat another one. It's not average. It's not five for, right. for me. Like it's it's just like um, for for me and you, we always say that a five for us is like for me and Ben, we could eat six Oreos with ease if we really enjoy them. Uh, well, honestly, not even if we really enjoy them, even if we'd mildly enjoy them. I mean, we would eat one of those little packs of them or whatever. I think an even better gauge would maybe be like this pack. Like, it's just like the four You're of them. You're just not you know? getting close to I, that. I would never even get close to that. So for me, it's got to be under a five. Yeah. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a four because it's not the worst Oreo that we've ever had. Also, like, I don't know. Was it, was it close to the actual flavor? Not really. That that takes a little bit off for me. That's true. My aftertaste aftertaste sometimes is telling too. It's like it's like when we had those chocolate peanut butter ones. I was having a party in my mouth, but I'm not having a party in my mouth right now. I, yeah, it's not a party, but I don't know. The more I think about it, I don't hate it. Like I actually don't hate it because it tastes like mint. Would you eat yeah. this entire pack of them? Um, I wouldn't, but I would eat two to three. Like I, I could don't know eat. If she, would Would you eat an entire pack no. of any Oreo? No, probably not. Right. But I could eat like two to three, and I wouldn't be mad about it. Right, like confession. I'd eat another one right now. Confession. Last night, I went home, and I ate like eight regular Oreos. It's not like a confession because I saw you do it. But I'm confessing it. To oh, you're confessing it to, to, to the world. Yeah. Uh, I ate Amen. eight of them. Uh, Amen. Yeah. I mean, great. Yeah. I think I ate four of the chocolate peanut butter pie. Oh, those are just so good. Mm. So, I also had it with almond milk, just not the same as regular milk. No. That's, yeah. like, that's from a nut. It was a meow a little bit that yeah. I was eating. I don't think milk. that almond milk should be drank like that. I did because like... That's what we had. I, I'm pouring <laughs> it and like I'm dipping the Oreos into it. So I'm just, It's like it, water, dude. It is like water. And you taste the almond. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. How did they get that? 
out of the almond. Uh, so I hear that what they do, and it doesn't matter. It, doesn't, it really doesn't matter. You could matter. buy a machine. Um, that's all I yourself. got for you. And uh, mm-hmm. we got a little sneaky surprise for you. So. Oh, that was so sneaky. All right, I am the sneaky surprise. Um, I'm excited to be with you guys today. I haven't done a podcast. I feel like, I don't even know if I did one this year. Maybe I did, but um, I'm excited to be here. And I, it's funny, I was actually just thinking about this yesterday. Kind of like, I haven't done a podcast in a while. And Joey was like, why don't you do it tomorrow? So I was excited um, when he asked me. And um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. So... Today, I want to talk to you guys about something that really God has been um, just kind of like showing me in his word a lot lately, and that's holy living. One scripture I was reading, um, maybe it was the end of last week, beginning of this week, that like, I felt like it like jumped out, like I haven't seen a scripture jump out like this before, and it like, in my spirit, it stuck with me like every day. I feel like God's like kind of just bringing it up in my in my spirit and and just showing me how it's so important to apply this to our lives. And so I wanted to talk to you guys about it today. I knew that the next time that uh, opportunity opened for me to talk about God's word, that this is what I was to talk about. So I'm excited to share it with you. So let's go to Ephesians chapter five. Verse 10, and this is going to be, we'll, we'll start with verse 10, but we're going to read a lot of um, chapter five. This is the scripture that when I was reading it, it was like, whoa. Um, Ephesians chapter five, verse number 10. It says, carefully determine what pleases the Lord. And when I read that, I was like, wow. We, our lives they should not just be us making decisions, doing things, doing whatever we want, willy-nilly, whatever. It should be our lives, everything we do, we should carefully determine what pleases the Lord. And so let's talk about what's going on in this scripture. Why is Paul saying this? Why is Paul telling the Ephesian church that they should carefully determine what pleases the Lord? And so this whole chapter, he's talking about living in the light, living holy and living right. And this, in this verse, in verse 10, the word in the Greek, it can be taken as a command that carefully determine that this is, this is a command that you must carefully determine what pleases the Lord, carefully examine what pleases God. And maybe you're asking yourself, well, okay, I can try to decide and I can see, but how do I know? How do I know what pleases God? Well, before this verse, Paul tells us, so we're, I'm going to read that and let's look at it together. Let's start in verse two. Paul says, live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, 
impure or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of, of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. So what is this first talk? These verses are talking about what we do should please the Lord. And there's things that we can do that do not please God, that God looks at and it disgusts him. That's sin, right? These things that Paul talks about, that there should be no place for it among the people of God. In verse four, he says, these are not for you. He's addressing the church. He's saying, listen, you are supposed to be people of God. These, this sin, a life that is full of sin, it's not for you. It's not for you. He's clear. He's not trying to make it a mystery of, well, you know, you can, you know, try to decide, well, if it seems good to you, nothing like that. He's saying that, look, this is what pleases God and what doesn't please God. He, he's drawing the line and you can decide, you can make a decision. And maybe, maybe you should ask yourself that today. I asked myself this as I was studying, am I someone who wants to please the Lord with how I live? Is that something that I consider pleasing God with how I live my life? Am I making decisions daily that when I make this, 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 this decision, is it going to please God? Is what I do right now, is this going to please God? Is this sin or is this a way, something that's going to glorify the Lord? Am I cho- making decisions in my life that are pleasing to God and that when he looks on me, he'll, he'll see that I'm doing things in honor of him, something that's going to make him look upon me and say, look at what, look at what she's doing. Look at how he's obeying me and pleasing me with their life. And let's go to verse five. This, when I read this verse, all I could think is this should put the fear of God in somebody. This should put the fear of God in a Christian. Let's read it. He says, you can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world. So what is he saying? He's saying that the way that you live your life is going to affect where you spend eternity. How you live is important. That a person who walks in these ways, in, in the way of darkness, in the way of sin, that, that that does not please God. And you can be sure, he says. There's a he's saying, like, listen, you can be confident. And it's not a good kind of confidence. You can be you can be sure that this kind of person won't inherit life. When this life is over, they're not gonna be with me, with Jesus. And so that's a scary thing. And as a Christian, as somebody who's striving to be a follower of Christ, that should put a healthy fear of of God in us. Like God is serious about that. We should live holy, that we should live right. This is not a joke. Life is not a joke of decisions of, well, you know, you know, the saying it was very popular when I was a kid. I feel like it's not as much now, but like YOLO, like, all right, well you only live once. So I guess I'll just do it. And like that, when it comes to sin and the things of God, that is not a, a joke. 
yeah, you do only live once. So make the right decision. Make a decision that's going to please God. Make a decision that's not going in the way of sin, but it's going in the way of righteousness. Um, another scripture that I thought was important to point out today is in first Peter, first Peter chapter one, and it's verse 15. But now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy for the scriptures say you must be holy because I am holy. You know, when we received Christ, the Bible talks about how we received righteousness, that now when he, when God looks at us, he sees the righteousness of Christ. And that's a wonderful thing that our sin has been washed away. But what we should do now is we should strive to live in a way that's holy before God and that is righteous. We shouldn't have to constantly have this battle of, okay, well, I'm just going to have to keep going and asking for forgiveness. Yes, God is there and he wants to forgive you when we make mistakes, but it shouldn't be a, well, I can just ask for forgiveness later type of mentality. It should be, I'm going to make a decision so that later on, I don't have to regret this, that I can say I, I did what everything that I could do to please God. And yeah, sometimes we do fall short. We're human. We do make mistakes. However, that shouldn't be what we strive for. And honestly, as a Christian, you should have the mentality that I can live right before God. I can live holy before God. It's not this big, difficult task. God can help me. I have the Holy Spirit inside of me to lead me into all truth in his word. I don't have to be confused about what's right or wrong to do. I have the Holy Spirit in me to show me. And when you feel that conviction when it's the wrong thing, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm turning the other way. I'm walking in life. I'm walking in light, which actually leads me to the next part of this scripture. Um, let's go back to Ephesians chapter five. Verse six, don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins. The ones he just talked about before. Don't participate in these things people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of the light for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. We shouldn't be now that we're saved, stuck in an old pattern of sin. He's saying, listen, don't, don't be fooled. Don't let these people who are trying to excuse sin fool you and make you think it's okay to, you know, dabble a little. Oh yeah, we'll do the right thing today. And then tomorrow you'll just ask for forgiveness or, you know, oh, well, it's okay because it's like not really, you know, it's not really sin, but like it's kind of is. So like, it's fine. Don't, He's, he's telling them, don't be fooled that you can toe the line, that you can walk in the middle of the road and don't participate in these things, in these simple things that people are doing. Because he, what he's saying is, listen, you had a life of that, that was full of darkness, but now you've been saved and you have the light of Christ living within you. You have him, you have Jesus Christ, the spirit of God inside of you. Why are you choosing that life anymore? You don't have to live in darkness, but you can live in light. You know, you're not the same as you were. The old, what does that scripture say? That the old is gone and the new has come. So you shouldn't be walking like someone who still is in the dark, who hasn't been redeemed. You've been redeemed. You have a new life with Christ. So we shouldn't be walking 
in that sin anymore. We shouldn't be walking in that way of life. Live as people of the light. That's what he says. It's just so do it. Live as people, live as somebody who's been saved. Live as somebody who's been redeemed by God. You know, there was once a point in my life that I thought, well, you know, I can kind of do whatever I want and I'm still going to be saved. Unfortunately, that is not the reality of the Bible. The Bible says that when, like in this, in this paragraph, right before we talked about that, you can be sure that an impure, greedy person no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ or of God. What is that saying? It's saying that you you can be sure that people who walk in a life of sin will not spend an eternity in heaven. And maybe you've never heard that before, and it's like, well, that sounds kind of mean. It's not mean. It's the reality of the Bible that we're called as Christians to live a life that's holy before God. And like I was saying before, there is grace and God offers forgiveness when we sin and we come to him and truly with a repentant heart asking God for forgiveness. However, that's not an excuse for us to keep on sinning. Paul talks about, shall we go on sinning so that his grace may so much more abound? No, there is grace for us, but that doesn't give us permission to keep on sinning. And so just like this scripture says, live as somebody who's been saved. Live as people of the light. You have the light of Christ in you, so live like it. Live like you have been saved. And it's the old, the early church would look at the church today and say, what's, you know, what's going on? That people think that they can live a double life. You know, they're in church on the weekends, lifting their hands to the Lord, but then the next day, throughout the week, it's like they live a whole different life that's of the world, but they still, you know, they're trying, they're trying to do this double life thing. It doesn't work like that. You're either one, you're either all the way in or you're all the way out. You have to make a decision. Am I going to live a life that's pleasing to God? Am I going to live holy or am I not going to serve God? Because it's important. God takes this very seriously that he says that people that are lukewarm, that can't go like they can't go all in for God. He'll spit them out of their mouth, his mouth. I don't want to be spit out of the mouth of God. I don't want him to be disgusted by the way that I live life. I want him to look at me when I get to heaven and say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so make a conscious decision today. I'm going to, I'm going to serve God and I'm not just going to be, give him lip service. And when I go to church on the weekend, tell him I love him, whatever, go to him when I need something. No, it's going to be, my life is committed to God. What I do, the decisions that I make, this is serious. My life, it's a serious thing. What I decide to do and how I decide to live my life. And I'm going to make a decision today that from this day forward, I'm going to do everything in my power to please the Lord. Everything that I can do, I'm going to do it to please God. If I make a mistake, I'm going to go to God with a repentant heart, ask him for forgiveness and move on. I'm not going to live a life of sin and I'm not going to be fooled by people who try to excuse sin. There's people in the church in like any church, I'm not just saying like any specific church, the church of Jesus Christ that try to excuse sin that will say, well, you know, it's not really, you know, it's okay. They'll try to toe the line. And 
you like, it's a scary thing when you start to say stuff like, well, you know, maybe just this one time. Well, it's okay because, you know, the pastor's not here. Well, it's okay because, you know, I went to church last night or, well, you know, that was in the old Testament. So like, you know, I don't really have to do that. It's a scary thing when you start to try to make excuses for biblical truths. You really need to examine your heart. If that's a place that you're at, that you're trying to make an excuse for sin. And, you know, a lot of people don't want to hear that. A lot of people don't want to hear that. They want to, they want to be one foot in. They don't want to go all the way. But listen, God is looking for people. He's looking for people like you that are going to say, I'm not trying to toe the line. I don't want to walk in the middle, but I want to walk all in for God. I want to make a decision that I'm going to live holy, that I'm going to do what the scripture says and to carefully determine what pleases the Lord, that when I'm living in my everyday life, I'm going to take a second and I'm going to say, okay, is what I'm going to do right now going to please the Lord? Is what I'm going to say right now going to please the Lord? I think of that scripture that says, be quick to, to listen and slow to speak. A lot of times we get in trouble with what we say and that leads us into sin. Gossip, slander, you know, when we get angry, you know, we let our mouth go loose. And that's something I was thinking about this today too. We got to watch what we say. What you say, it matters. And it plays a part in your holy living is that you be quick to listen, but you be slow to speak. Somebody who's very, very, chooses their words very carefully. That you're not flippant in what you say. That it just like flies out of your mouth. It should be, you should carefully determine even what you say. And so I would encourage you to read this passage. Read all of Ephesians. It's really great. Um, But chapter five, this section here, and carefully determine today what pleases the Lord. Look at your life and your overall decisions of what you're doing. You know, maybe you made a mistake today and you've asked God for forgiveness and you're moving on and you know, the Bible talks about how God throws our sin as far as the east is from the west into the sea of forgetfulness and he forgives us. And so move on. If you've asked God for forgiveness, don't ha- let that hang over your head. Move on. But make a decision today that you're going to do everything, everything you can in your life to carefully determine what pleases the Lord, to please God and everything you do. Look at your life. And this is something that you should do like semi-regularly is what I'm doing with my life pleasing to the Lord. Maybe it's not even like you're walking in sin, but maybe you're ignoring the voice of God in your life. He's trying to give you instruction with what to do um, in a situation or, you know, where you're supposed to go next for school or for work, whatever it is. Are you carefully determining that what you're doing now is going to please God? Like is in business decisions I'm making, even just in my life in general, maybe this is not sin, but is this a decision that would, is going to put me in the direction of God's will? And I think that's really important for us to do, to look at our life and say, what am I, am I doing? What's pleasing God? And really 
how you can know if you're pleasing God is, is it reflected in his word? Does his word, is his word what you're following? Is the decisions you're making biblical decisions? And that's really important for you. And I'd encourage you to do that, to live a life that is holy. And like that scripture says in Ephesians 5 verse 8 or verse 9, I'm sorry, at the end, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. And so you're not doing this on your own. You're not trying to live a holy life by yourself, but you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, helping you every day to make decisions that you're not going to do whatever your flesh wants, but you're going to listen to the spirit of God and you're going to make a decision that today is pleasing to God. That is a a decision that pushes you to towards holiness. The first verse, and I didn't read it, but I feel to read it now, is, ver- is uh, Ephesians 5, verse 1. It says, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Imitate God. Imitate God in what you do. Be holy as I am holy, just like that says. And so we don't have to make it complicated. We're going to follow God's word. And we're not going to make it into this big complicated thing, trying to toe the line, trying to go as far as we can with sin. I want to stay as far away from that as possible, as far away from it as possible so that I can do everything I can to please the Lord. And so I want to pray for you today that God helps you and he will help you, but that you make a decision, you make a commitment to carefully determine what pleases God today. And not just for today, but for the rest of your life, that my life is going to be one that reflects God, that I'm going to imitate God in what I do, that I'm going to be holy as he is holy, and I'm going to carefully determine what pleases God. Let me pray for you. Wherever you are, I would encourage you, lift your hands and receive from God today. Make a commitment today. Father, I pray for every person that's watching today, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would help them, that God, as they want to serve you, Lord, would you help them to live holy as you are holy. God, that they would carefully determine what pleases you. God, that they would walk far away from sin, but they would walk in the light of Christ. Lord, that they would do what your word says and that they would live holy in Jesus' name. God, help them to surround, to God, surround them with people and God, help them to make decisions to surround themselves with the right people. God, that will push them towards holy living in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. And I would encourage you to to really read this, read God's word, get it in you. It will help. The more you read God's word, it will help you to live holy. Thank you guys so much for watching. We love you very, very much. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Uncanceled Podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by the teaching today. If you are between the grades of 5th through 12th grade, make sure to check us out in person at Faith Church in New Milford, Connecticut every Wednesday night from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Be sure to tune in next week for another weekly podcast from Uncanceled. God bless.